Now a fishing legend in his own mind, Rick Jordan. Actually, I've got pictures to prove that I can catch fish. That's don't have to know. I don't have them on me, though, Dave. Okay. <laughs> I believe you. Well, we were up at uh, Cutfoot Winnie, Williams and Arrows, if you will. Uh, folks can probably remember that place as one of the legendary. I mean, that place goes back to before Lake Winnebagashish was dammed. It was a farm. <laughs> They farmed. Oh. They had horses and cows and chickens. Oh my! In the area that we were catching fish. How about that? That's something. All right, we're on the frenzy with uh, Russ Francisco at Marine General Supply. Good morning, Russell. Good morning. How are you? Pretty good. Kind of bragging a little bit. We had a wonderful outing up at Cutfoot Winnie. Good. Good. Excellent. Yeah, it was uh, pretty good. Uh, always surprised and. I don't know. I'm used to fishing Island Lake or St. Louis River. We want to go down 19, 20, 30 feet sometimes. Up there, we're yeah. fishing in five, seven feet of water. Well, that's sort of been the way it is this year. You know, it's been been cold. You know, it's been a cold run, mm-hmm. as it was this morning. <laughs> oh, wasn't it? I was slipping and sliding on our deck this morning. In ah. fact, it was ice-covered, to be honest. Yep, it was. Yep. You too. Hey, how's the river doing behind your house, St. Louis River? Well, you know, it's been an odd year because they've been dredging, and, and they're continuing dredging. I mean, they dredge 24 hours a day, and now they're down in front of my house uh, on Rat by Rat Island where where um, the Munger Landing is, and that, that's mm-hmm. shut down now for a couple of years. And so uh, they're dredging there, and and, uh, and so when they finish that, uh, then uh, then it should be good again. But it's been it, uh, Spirit Lake has been tough. Lower River in the bay hasn't been bad, and above that hasn't been bad, but... But uh, they're improper. The fish just aren't around. Uh, at least if they are, you can't get at them. It's so murky. Mm-hmm. Well, the fish probably don't like the silty crud that's in the water floating around. No, and I mean, it is noisy. I mean, it's, yeah. it's uh, oh, yeah. uh, you know, just the nature of all that equipment. Yeah. And so for fish, it's got to be even worse than for people, you know. But they go 24 hours a day. They're working their tails off. So uh, it's, a, it's a busy time. Are they about done? Well, they're out, in, they're out in the upper part where, where uh, uh, I'm assuming they're done because they've moved down in, in front of my house. So I'm up by the steel plant, and in that area, they, they seem to have finished there. My brother lives up there, and uh, they've taken all everything out of there and, and built a new peninsula and uh, yeah. planting trees and stuff. It's quite the, quite the thing. It looks beautiful. So uh, that'll be done, and then uh, and then they're moving down now um, towards Spiro Lake and work. Uh, the marina and, and uh, working on that. So another year, and then uh, that'll be done, and then uh, and then we'll see what it's all like. They say it's going to be wonderful. I think it is. Are they going to get above the Oliver Bridge? No. Nope. Okay. Because that seems pretty kind of pristine yet, kind of. Yeah, I think so. I, that's pretty much been untouched, and it's a it's a nice area. And the, the whole river in general is a nice area, up into Vicagma Bay and things like that. So if you've never, you know, boated up there paddle the boat up there it's it's pretty nice so mm. it's a nice thing so, yeah uh good good to take care of it yeah. yeah 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 it's a wonderful asset and we didn't realize that until about 19 1980 81 well I, I think you're right i think it was a wonderful asset and then they polluted it so badly that we ignored <laughs> it and then uh and then after the the pollution control plants opened up and we had a couple of the big floods to push everything out of it yeah. and it started to get lush again and so you uh now you appreciate it again. <laughs> yeah, that was a, a bit of a surprise. Anything around Bowie 69, 70, somewhere around in there? Mm-hmm. Uh, Spirit, yep. Spirit Lake, right? Yep. Awesome. Unbelievable. And uh, we'd come back. Well, here were fish that had never seen a rapala or maybe a nightcrawler. 
ever. Well, you see, when that when the water cleaned up and people actually started fishing it again, uh, you're right. It was it was like uh, it was crazy because the fish hadn't been bothered for decades, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, and so there were lots of big fish and things like that. So still still good. There's lots of fish in the river, and and the, the run is always good. And um, you know, we we always think there's less fish, and then uh, AIM will come in and have a tournament or something like that and show us there's a lot of fish in the river yet. So <laughs> you just need to know how to catch them. I got to tell you, I got a uh, a rapala. It looks like a tornado. It's a black aerator at your store. Oh, okay. And yeah. I thought, ah, this will never work. It works. Oh yeah. Uh, it's what's cool about it is you turn it on. And it doesn't go until you put it in water, and the water activates it, and it bubbles and bubbles and bubbles and bubbles. Yep, works good. And we use them in the wintertime to keep uh, the ice hole open. Perfect. Use them for that, too. So it's, 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 that's a nice thing. I think they, they uh, planned on it to be an aerator for in a tank, and mm-hmm. turned out uh, people found all kinds of uses for it. Yeah. Probably put it in your home aquarium, too, to happier fish up. I suppose you could. I suppose you could. <laughs> All right, Lake Superior fishing's done. It's been done now about a week. Overall, how did it go for the, the guys and gals out there? Uh, it depends on where you lived. If you were down in the South Shore, uh, it wasn't too bad. If you were in the corner here, it was really tough uh, until the water warmed up. And then, boy, once it warmed up, it was unbelievable. Um, so we had a good finish, uh, but we had a really ugly start. Then we had a lake, a lake wind every day, and we had all that cold weather. Water temperature couldn't seem to find its way above 40. Uh, so that was tough up the North Shore, same way. Uh, Isle Royal was good later on. Um, I talked to the boys in Thunder Bay. They they had a decent summer, but, again, it was later on. It was just a cold year. And so uh, when the water finally warmed up, the fish, uh, you know, staged, and we could figure out how to catch mm-hmm. But until then, it was really tough. Um, so, it um, yeah, it finished real well. So overall, I think uh, we, we had a pretty good summer. Uh, people going, I think catching was a little less than usual. Um, but we should have a lot more fish next year. So. Uh, one one of my neighbors who fishes the St. Louis River a lot, or I'm sorry, the uh, Lake Superior, he thought that maybe the uh, outflow of the junky, uh, dredge, dredging water might have had a little influence on our end of the, the big lake. Especially on the South Shore, you would think that water should have warmed up a lot better, though. Uh, you know, with all mm-hmm. the murk in the water, but it was just it was just a cold year, and then we had lots, of, like I say, lots of east wind, and then it would blow out of the north, and then it would blow east and blow out of the north. So it blow warm water, and then it blow it all the South Shore, and then uh, and then it would blow every now and then we get a uh, southwest, and and it would blow it across, and we get one straight up the lake, and it blow all, all the uh, warm water up the lake. But the guys in the South Shore, uh, Black River Harbor, Saxon Harbor stuff, they had pretty decent water uh, temperature. And they had a good coho year, uh, some pretty good uh, Chinooks, and, and they had a really good lake trout year. So uh, they did just fine. But, but again, uh, they, uh, they, uh, they struggled early in the spring when it was so cold. So it is what it is. Talking to Russ Francisco at Marine General Supply, who's got a big supply of stuff for all kinds of boating and outdoors. Like, what, uh, what do you got cooking with some good deals? It's uh, it's all ice. It's all the phone is yeah. ringing off the hook for ice fishing right now. So <laughs> so we've still got some twenty percent off rods. We'll leave those out for a couple more days, and then uh, they're they're going to start uh, all the ice rods. And at least most of the ice rods are out. Ninety percent of the ice tackles out. Uh, we're, we'll start putting tents out next week. We'll run uh, that thirty uh, percent off all the kayaks and stuff out front till Sunday. And uh, between Saturday and Sunday, I'm going to pull all those, and we'll start putting tents out. Uh, we've got um, uh, lots of clothing downstairs. A booth. The 20% off, the 
hats, gloves, and mitts are 20% off. They're hanging floating suits today. Mm. We'll have those up by the weekend. So, you know, we're we're converting the store. The game plan was to have it ready to go by the 15th of October. I think we're going to make it. boy. 15th Avenue East, London Road, Upper Side. Uh, what are your hours, Russell? 9 to 6 Monday through Saturday, 9 to 3 on Sunday, marinegeneral.com all the time. If you're outside the area, use the 800 number. It's 800-777-8557, and we ship every day. He's the General, Russ Francisco at Marine General Supply. Minnesota DNR, thank you, sir, is uh, seeking applicants for shooting range grants. I've never seen anything like this, but it makes sense. DNR wants you to get out there, uh, wants more people to shoot at the range, get the hang of whatever you're firing, and so the guys and gals and kids know before they get into the woods and go a little bit mm, crazy. So uh, what you got to do before next June is, well, first of all, tap into Minnesota DNR and go to shooting range or something like that, mm. and they will actually give you money to help set up your new mm. shooting range. Cool. And there you go. All right. We'll be back with more in just a moment. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. I love you. There's nothing to hide. It's better than burning inside. You doing a make-out song at 9.20 yeah, in the morning? So. Yeah, There, I've said it again, Bobby Vinton. 9.26. Bobby Vinton. Pat Kukul, Superior Shooter Supply. Good morning. What kind of hunting song is that? <laughs> <laughs> I told you not to shoot. There, I've said it again. <laughs> so I told Pat that we got a spruce grouse, and every time we clean a spruce grouse, we're surprised. Have you ever cleaned one? No, I've never shot one. Okay. Well, that's the hard part, uh, well, yeah, from a rough grouse to a spruce grouse, the spruce grouse is really a red piece of meat inside. And the grouse, the ruffled grouse, is um, like a chicken, white meat. Yeah, white meat, yeah. And You're it right. didn't taste very good either. It didn't, the spruce grouse? No. Not very, not very. But we saw a lot of birds. In our little well, uh, that's really, really good news that you did. I mean, that's wonderful news. That's what we like to hear mm-hmm. a lot. So, and even deal. Yeah, even around uh, uh, the Twin Ports area. I'm sure Superior, <laughs> Wisconsin is probably the same way. A lot of birds. Haven't heard. Haven't heard. Been in Wyoming all week hunting the mighty antelope. And how did you do? <laughs> how did you do? I absolutely got my antelope, and I was very happy about it. It was a fun hunt, a fun time, and... All good. Was this a, a sponsored deal, or are you just out no, on your no, own? No, we go. No, we go. Well, I, no, I do, we do go. We, we do go guided. Uh, yeah, this is our third our third year doing it, and we really enjoy it. So yeah, it was great. Where were you? Good time. Uh, right, well, kind of, sort of around the Sheridan area. Uh, we're um, we have a, a lot of a uh, lot of places on in this particular. Place has I think ten thousand acres is least so so it's uh, a lot so yeah so that's right around the Sheridan area uphill downhill or prairie uphill downhill uphill downhill <laughs> oh boy for you well you know 
sometimes you think you're 25 and then sometimes you realize you're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've never noticed that. Yeah, I I, uh, I envy you. That was great. But we yeah, are definitely yeah. getting into the shooting oh, season, right? We sure are. In fact, we've got a bunch of people lined up at the counter right now and uh, getting mostly shotguns right now. And uh, it's it's yeah, they've had a great week, and here, well, I was gone, probably because I was gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, we're real, everybody's enthusiastically purchasing for the shooting. You know, we missed that. It's been a couple years. We didn't have anything to sell, or people weren't, you know, so it's great to get, get kind of get back into that, and having people excited again about the hunting season. So I'm sure the, the prices have risen, as everything has. As everything has. It, yeah, it has. The guns actually have gone up the least amount. Huh. They really have not gone up that much, truthfully. Um, I don't think, compared to the ammo, you know, uh, they haven't. So that's good news there. But we'll see what happens. Can so. you can you specify something you'd like to sell to our folks this morning? Can I specify something? Well, we're just open to everything, you know. In fact, I just, I'm looking at a nice trade-in. Uh, you probably, the Rossi, they made something called a trifecta. And it had a three-barrel set, and it was made in a youth gun. And a fellow's trading that in right now. That's uh, their, you know, I'm not even sure they make them anymore. But uh, you know, it comes with a, this one comes with a 243-barrel, a 20-gauge tw- a barrel, and a rimfire barrel. Wow. And it's nice, yeah, it's a great starter gun. I guess trading one of those in. So we like trade-ins because, you know, you get interesting things, and uh, the price is, is sometimes better than new ones, although... It's interesting to me with shotguns, especially how the price, you can buy a brand new shotgun for $239 now with the Stevens, you know. So that's when people call for used ones. We always say, well, we have this brand new one here for 239 Prices have, you know, really gone down in that particular pump shotgun for Stevens. But it's good, you know, so everybody doesn't have the budget. So wow, that, I, I'm absolutely shocked that uh, you could get a pump shotgun for that price, brand new. I know. Isn't that something? It is. So you do take trades? We do take trades, you bet. We take assignments, and sometimes we buy outright. Nice. So, yeah, it is. And you got free parking right there at the door. We sure do. We absolutely do. You bet. So we're we're here to we're here to help you. We can mount we mount scopes. We help you if you're a new shooter. My staff is excellent. They can guide you very well and down the right path and. Uh, we're just we just love this time of year when we can help people get in the woods. And you could take rust off the barrel that's been sitting in the back garage. We can. We can do that too. And tell us how not to let that happen again. Ever. <laughs> in a stern voice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Pat Kukul, keep a tight line or no, shoot straight. I will. Thanks. <laughs> thank you very much. Nine thirty at AM six ten KDAL. The fishing frenzy with Rick Jordan. I don't know this one. That's okay. It's a oh, ELO and oh, yeah. hold on tight. Hold on. Hold on. Sounds like Ringo Starr. Yeah. <laughs> hold on tight to your dreams. They were hot for a while, weren't mm-hmm. they? Always hot, though, and ready to go. Raring is Johnny Charlstrom at Charleston's Bait and Archery and Dog Kennel. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Good morning. 
Uh, okay, which one is that? Dad or mom? Or son oh, or mom? No, that's 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 son. That's that's noisy Hank. Hank, the young one. Yeah, he's, yeah. yeah, he's full of it today. Hmm. I, I've enjoyed it. I, I've dropped by there a few times and let my dog out, the black lab, and uh, she's fine with the mom, Bell. Bell. Yeah. But boy, yeah. that Hank. Two of them just don't don't like each other. Yeah. Well, he's. Sometimes he's wound up a little too tight. No. He thinks it's Hank's bait and tackle. Right. His story. Hey, that's a good. That's a good idea. Oh. <laughs> Hank, Hank's bait. Yeah. How can he do the payroll though? He doesn't have fingers. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Anyway, Johnny Charleston, you got the place to go. Uh, we've got a few weeks of open water fishing left. How has it been? What have you heard lately? Uh, fishing's good. Sounds like the uh, island is still putting out some fish. Uh, sounds like we're coming in a little shallower now, about 10 feet of water. And um, yep. Fish Lake, about 10, 12 feet. You can find some of them crappies going. Mm. And uh, what else we got? Can't talk much about can't talk much about Lake Superior because. Yep. Those seasons are all closed up except for the continuous salmon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, hey, when it's windy out there, it's no fun anyway. Right. And this time of year, it always gets windy. Yeah. Well, the uh, hunting seasons are, boy, they're right on top of us. And, and you've got the archery going on in back. And I see lots of cars parked there at night. Uh, that's yeah. good. Yeah, we got uh, quite a few people coming in. And if they if they miss a deer, then we, we we come in and try to figure out what's what's gone wrong with their setup and mm-hmm. try to get them tuned back in and sighted in and uh, yeah, a lot of people coming in demoing archery equipment and looking looking into the sports uh, that that archery season you know, it starts in September and it goes all the way till January first. Wow! So. It's a nice long, nice long season. If we're hunting archery with bow, uh, hunting deer with archery, um, do we still have to respect the various uh, the regions or the segments or the like that? The the archery is a it's a statewide license, but uh, yeah, you have to you have to know the rules for every every zone you're going to be hunting because those those rules change a lot. Yeah. You know, there's a few areas like up around Island Lake that are bucks only, no matter what. And then you get down here by the the area 182. Mm-hmm. That's like Lakewood and through the through Duluth, and mm-hmm. that's that's all like a a three deer limit, and you can shoot all those or does in one buck. But wow. yeah, there's, there's there's rules for everything. You need a computer and a what an assistant to figure it out and a gps because if you cross the street you know you yeah. in a different zone <laughs> yeah well i can tell you there's a lot of, there's a lot of deer out there living up by island lake um please come up there and harvest a deer <laughs> yeah yeah no there's there's a lot of them and you sure you sure notice them when you're driving up and down the road because when they get moving around that's you like to move right in front of my bumper sometimes. Oh, I have hit uh, five over the years. Yeah, me too. 
Oh, mostly in the morning when I used to drive to work at 3.30. So happy that I'm not doing that. All right. Uh, what are your hours, John? Bait shop opens up every morning at 6. Archery opens at 9. The bait shop and archery close together at 8 o'clock and 7 on Sundays. All right. Uh, and uh, i got to ask, uh, the, you don't have crawlers or leeches, obviously. I still have crawlers. Leeches are gone, but... Uh, we still have the the end of the season crawlers, and they're still looking good. People are still buying them. Good. And I have a I have a few flats left, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have to pack them up because the last over the last couple of weeks, the nice days we've had, people uh, hit that cooler pretty hard, and there's mm. not a lot of stock left. Okay, okay. I wish we had had some up there at uh, Winnie. Johnny, thank you very much. All right, take care. Appreciate it. Keep a tight line. Shoot straight. And uh, uh, walleye, oh, I should have had Johnny here talk about this, but uh, there's going to be some legislation that may provide a couple of changes for anglers around Island Lake Reservoir, north of Duluth. I don't think we have to worry about this till next year, but we'll give that some discussions. I think it, it pertains to the water that drains into Island Lake, uh, Boulder Creek, which goes into Boulder, which goes into Island Lake, and, of course, St. Louis River. They're doing a little fiddling, as the DNR loves to do, but we'll talk about that more in detail as uh, the winter and spring are upon us. Got to take a break now at, hmm, let me figure this out, 9.39? 9.40. Closing up. 9.40. There yeah, you go. Right. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. You know, they're going to play Mary? Yeah, that, they're going to beat up on Mary here tomorrow. Is that M-E-R-R-Y? <laughs> no, I think it's uh, M-A-R-Y. I don't know. Well, that sounds kind of nasty to beat up on Mary. Oh, it does. Now, this is not Ringo Starr either. No, this is uh, the Beatles, but I got, uh, I'm not sure who's singing lead. I think it's uh, John. But could uh, you know, I, I could never tell. Yeah. Well, that's good. It's a group after all. It could be Jim <laughs> or Jay. Ah. Hey, Jay, good morning. Good morning. How's it going over there? <laughs> good. Jay is at Superior Guns and Ammo on Ogden. Good morning. Good morning. Did I hear a rumor that you're coming right along with that indoor shooting range? Absolutely. So we, uh, what we had to do is we had to get the ventilation system up and running. We had to put in the stalls, and uh, now we're actually making progress. So fingers crossed, mm-hmm. before the first snow flies, we'll have uh, shooters in here. Ventilation. I would think that a little, uh, more than a little gun smoke might be emitted there. Well, just a little bit. Um, <laughs> we're having everything from 308 and down, so you can imagine just a little bit of powders going around. So, mm. <laughs> Well, hey, folks can stop by and watch the progress and also stroll through, well, not only nostalgia, but some pretty nice new guns and ammo, too. Oh, absolutely. We um, So we do... You know the trades, the consignment, or outright buys, and I've actually been really impressed with how many mint condition used guns we've been taking in. Hmm. Um, we actually just took in in a presentation case, mm-hmm. 44 Magnum Model 29 from Smith and Wesson. Beautiful revolver. What would that have cost new? Brand new? Yeah. Oof. Brand new in the case, like it like it is right now. Pristine, close to 
you're looking close to 17, 18. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was, whew, beautiful piece. Huh. A collector's item or useful? Um, I don't know if I would want to use that <laughs> piece. I mean, you definitely can, fully functioning, but I just feel bad about using <sighs> something that, yeah. that nice. <laughs> okay. We do, we do have its uh, its little brother there in a little little bit more used condition. That one I'd take out to the range. All right. It's kind of like buying a Mercedes-Benz and just parking it in the garage and never well, use it. Well, right. Exactly. All right. So uh, what else you got to offer? Uh, you do take trades, obviously, and you take consignment. Absolutely. Um, what else we got going on? We're ramping up for hunting season. We actually just got in a, uh, a good supply of bait. Um and some buck attractant. Yep. Um, we got in some corn, got in, yeah, we're, we're ramping up for hunting season here. What's your favorite attractant? Ooh, I've been a fan of the, um, the Gone Wild uh, soybean and the apple, the green apple they have. Wow. Yeah. We, uh, I put some of that out by my stand, and mm-hmm. it's working. Can we mix and match? I mean, one tree over on the left has got apple, and the other over here has got soybean squeezins. Oh, sure, yeah. Okay. And we're selling them pretty cheap right now, so you can pick up, you know, a couple bags, try out what, uh, what works for you out there, and go with that. Well, let's do it. Where are you located again? We're over at 619 Ogden here in Spear. And the hours, please. Uh, we are open from 9 to 6 on weekdays and 9 to 5 on Saturday. Jaybird, thank you very much. Good talking with you. Hey, see you later, Rick. Shoot straight. Quarter to ten. Break time. I'm Rob Dreesline, and this is from the Pages of Outdoor News. Sponsored by Fleet Farm. Serving the outdoors since 1955. The Minnesota Department of Natural Resources has confirmed a zebra mussel infestation in a mine pit in Itasca County. The Minnesota DNR has confirmed the presence of zebra mussels in Canisteo Mine Pit, one of a series of legacy mine pits adjacent to the cities of Bovee and Taconite in Itasca County. The DNR and other cooperating entities are working together to address the zebra mussel infestation and contingency pumping to manage the water levels at the Canisteo. An angler had recently reported finding numerous zebra mussels on a submerged tree branch while fishing in the mine pit. Then, on September 12th, DNR invasive species specialists confirmed the presence of adult zebra mussels in a search of the 1,458-acre pit. Since 2018, the DNR has been working with local governments and private entities to address high water levels in the Canisteo mine pit complex. The agency is working to implement a filtration system to prevent the release of zebra mussels during this contingency pumping. Contact the DNR Aquatic Invasive Species Specialist if you think you found zebra mussels or any other aquatic invasive species. Go to mndnr.gov and search Contact an Expert. I'm Rob Dreesline, and this has been from the pages of Outdoor News. Read more at outdoornews.com. You're listening to The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. I remember working at the State Fair. Mm-hmm. This song played continuously. Really? Wow. Uh, from the uh, arcade, I was selling popcorn and cornhole pucks. 
I hated this song. Oh, boy. Well, glad to play it for you, Rick. Ah! Not again. Buddy, Buddy Holly. Uh, Tommy Rowe. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> it was Buddy Holly that also did that. Oh, okay. And uh, drove me crazy. <laughs> Not driving me crazy, but giving me some good ideas for all kinds of things. Northwest Outlet. Good morning, Mr. Dave Miller. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Dave. And good morning, everybody. And, you know, today is a day to grab your jacket, maybe mm-hmm. orange hat, mm-hmm. and get out and enjoy the colors. Gosh, it's just absolutely gorgeous out here. I'm glad you brought that up because you are correct, though. Uh, on Secret Lake Road, it is fantastic. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm actually out in Iron River here right now, so mm-hmm. I, I'm cheating from work just a little bit. But uh, they said it was okay. And, and man, I'll tell you, the colors out here are, are just phenomenal. The, the maples, the birch, you, you name it. You know, I mean, even the, even the white pines got orange needles going on them right now. <laughs> yes, they do. Of, they do. Yeah, yeah. Doing their little switch. And it's like, you know, I, unfortunately, I'm putting up a retaining wall of rock. But, uh. um, but if, I, if I wasn't doing this, I mean, you know, to, you know and, and it's like whether you're in a park in the city of Duluth or Superior or you're, you're up the hiking trail, you're out at Amnicon Falls State Park, or Patterson State Park, or, you know, any of these areas, this is the time to, to just be out and enjoy in Mother Nature because yep. she is gorgeous. And it won't last long. I thought we were going to lose about everything with that wind the other day, Wednesday. Oh, yeah, and then that rain, actually the rain yesterday kind yeah. of brought down a whole bunch of leaves here too, but there's plenty to spare going on yet. Well, that's great. Uh, people yeah. are getting ready. They're doing fall stuff, but lurking in the background is Mother Nature's thing called winter. What do you <laughs> got? What do you got for us? Oh, you know that we've we've been kind of we were running a, a little bit late on getting some stuff in, and it wasn't our fault. It was the manufacturers. But yeah. um, the, the, there's a lot of product in the store right now. Um, I know the the men's Columbia, I think, came in just the other day, and that was one of the later ones. But mm-hmm. looking around, all the kids' stuff, and, and you know, this year i got to say there's been a lot of people in getting their kids' stuff early, which is a great idea because, you know, it's like pretty, well, not pretty soon, but in a while you'll get that list from school that says they got to have snow pants and winter boots to be outside. And and there again this year, there's a limited amount of, of product that's available out there. But we uh, we are looking really really good for winter time for all the clothing, whether it's Columbia or North Face, all the winter boots from the itty bitty little kids up to the great big guys, the work clothes, the the, the smart wool socks, the hats, the mitts, the gloves, um, and and people are still going to the Boundary Waters too. There's been a lot of camping stuff Ooh, going on. Boy, chilly. <laughs> but it's it's also. You know, I mentioned orange hats, but this is the time of year, folks, if you're outside, it's just really good to have some blaze orange on. Um, deer season isn't going yet, but small game is. And, and if you live in the country or you're spending time out there, it just it's worthwhile being safe. And, mm-hmm. and now's, the, now's the time, too, you know, for the especially the youth hunters and, and that have gone through. But make sure you got the, the, the waterproof matches, the compass, the 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 space blanket you know the the different things that you need that you might need if you're out in the woods and your compass starts pointing in the wrong direction well gps phone might trick you too (laughs) yeah that's true especially when you're driving because it's like if you're heading south and your destination is west it's like every road (laughs) is 
the right road to take, but, you know, really they're not all the right road to take. So uh, paper maps, I, I still a firm believer in having paper maps with you. Good boy. Uh, what are your, your hours at uh, Northwest Outlet? Sure, yeah, we're open uh, Monday through Friday, 9 until 6. Uh, Saturday, 9 to 5.30, we're closed on Sundays yet, but uh, getting closer to Christmas, we'll probably be changing that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, folks, whatever you need for staying warm outside, staying warm inside for that matter, too, check us out at Northwest Outlet. Get the kids outside. They need to burn off some energy and, and be safe out there, everybody. Thanks. Have Thank a great you. weekend. Good job. You're listening to The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. Ninety-six tears. A question mark in the Mysterians. There you go. Good job. See, now Cadigan would say that's a ding ding pie pie time. <laughs> yeah, it certainly was. Yeah. Um, going up to Fisherman's Corner up at uh, what have we got here? Fifty-six seventy-five Miller Trunk. But nobody looks at addresses. <laughs> You're across from the Dairy Queen. Absolutely, in the liquor store. Oh yeah, that's too. Yeah, <laughs> Matt King, top of the morning. How you doing? Good, good, good. Nice. Uh... A nice, cool fall morning we had this morning. Ooh, crispy around the edges. you have frost at your place? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah we did. Uh, it was, uh, I tried to actually go out duck hunting this morning, but I had a little problem with my boat. So uh, uh, the dogs weren't too happy with me that we had to put the boat back on the trailer and uh, and go. So uh, it wasn't very good that way. But she was crisp. It was actually snowing on us at the landing. Yeah, I saw some of that, uh, the cloudiness. I thought it might happen. It uh, did. Uh, what lake can you admit? I was at Fish Lake. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. But uh, we didn't, uh, we put the boat in and I got a problem because I was duck hunting the other day mm-hmm. last weekend and I took a bunch of water over the back and I think I got a short in my, either the trim switch or the, um, or the, or the uh, key switch, so. I got her in, and it's getting fixed right now. So. Ooh, uh, that's that should not happen. No, no, no. It was pretty rough when we were trying to put the boat yeah. on the trailer. Yeah. So uh, it uh, we took a lot of water over the back. Yeah, I, I surprised myself by blowing a couple of fuses under the dashboard, and I didn't have my radio. Oh, I got to have your radio when you're out fishing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, how's fishing been? What have you heard, Matt? Good. So I heard, uh, you know, I heard that uh, the crappies are starting to bite on fish. Um, I want to remind everyone, though, um, you know, the limit is only five. So just remember that if you go up on Fish Lake there or Rice Lake, you know, you can only have five crappies apiece, not ten. So I heard, uh, I talked to Mr. Duncan there yesterday, and Mm -hmm. he said that that's been kind of an issue a little bit with some people and not uh, paying attention, you know, like you and I were talking before we got on. Yeah. Every every lake has its uh, its own restrictions now, you know, not all of them, but I mean a lot of them. So you got to really pay attention um, to what the limit is at each lake and what the slot limit is. That's right. Uh, For instance, up at Winnie, we were taught we had to toss back 17, 18 inch walleyes. Right, and and you got to pay attention to that, or you're going to get yourself in a pickle. And uh, but uh, yeah, uh, getting back to fish, the crappies are starting to pick up. Uh, and I think this colder weather here now 
will help that along even a little bit more because that water was pretty warm yet. Um, and so we cool that water down a little bit. They'll start to get into those, uh, you know, going towards their wintering type spots and whatnot. And uh, that's when guys start really doing good in the late fall, uh, getting crappies. Uh, the walleye fishing has been pretty good. Um, you know, uh, they've been using uh, chubs and uh, light pike, mm-hmm. and uh, that's that's been pretty good also uh, around the area lakes. Um, what kind of so. depths would that be? Well, the guys I've been talking to, they're still fishing, you know, 8 to 12, 14 feet still. Um, but that's going to change as this water cools down, right? Because, you know, we're still been, I mean, heck, last week it was pretty nice, right? Yeah, it was. Just two days ago, it was, it was like 70 degrees. So right. uh, as this water cools down, those fish will start moving into some shallower stuff too. So, um, But fishing right now, you know, you can still get out. It's... Uh, it looks like after this little cool here, uh, she's going to warm back up. I saw 70 in the forecast again for next week. Yes. So, we uh, got about 30 seconds for you to sell something yeah. really good at Fisherman's Corner. I got a big fall hunting sale going on. All our deer stands, climbing sticks, 20% off. All the waterfall, waterfall decoys and accessories, 20% off. All camel gloves and hats, 20% off. And footwear, 10% off. So come on up and check out the supply. And the ice fishing stuff is starting to show up. So... We're getting full. Boy, you had more enthusiasm there than you had on a back check in hockey. <laughs> That's you. awesome. Thank you, we'll Matt. We'll see you next week, Rick. All righty, be good. Matt King at Fisherman's Corner. Well, it, that was fun. Talked a little hockey, too. Ah. Coming up on 10 o'clock, Dave, thank you very much. Brusiski mm-hmm. uh, follows news. I was expected to be doing the show from Winnie. That's right. But it got too goofy up there. Good to have you in the studio. Better to be here.